Hi, this is the Mentoring Lab Podcast, where we create a work BFF mentoring movement, one episode at a time. Here are your hosts, Sarah and Kelly. Hello, and welcome to the Mentoring Lab Podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kelly. Now, how are you today, Sarah? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? I am fabulous. And do you want to know why I am so fabulous? Yes, I do. Because we're here. We're doing this. We are recording our first podcast episode that we have been planning for and talking about and prepping for for months. And it's finally here. We're doing it. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. I'm also a little nervous, but um, I'm I'm hoping those butterflies will go away with time. So I'll just say I'm excited. I'm fabulous as well. So, oh, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. So, friends, we wanted to start this podcast out and um, let our first one just let you know what to expect in our podcast going forward and uh, why we're doing it and why um, we're doing the Work BFF Mentoring Movement is what we're doing and um, why we think it's important to do this and why it's important to us. But before we jump into the details of all that, Sarah and I have a little tradition that we're starting to kick off each podcast. And we start with celebrating our wins and our losses with a shot of whiskey. So i got to give you a little background here. We are not whiskey drinkers. We are wine drinkers, but we decided since we're jumping on two and we're taking this leap and we're doing this podcast that we're going to keep it rolling and step into or out of our comfort zone, step out of our comfort zone, try something new. So we are trying um, a shot of whiskey at the beginning of each show. So Sarah, let's get to it. Tell me what was your win or your loss or your lesson? My win for the week is um, I had a wonderful workshop, a one-day workshop earlier this week. You were actually part of. It was a leadership workshop on mentoring, and I had such a great turnout to that um, wonderful workshop. And then afterwards, I got several emails from a bunch of people who are actually interested in joining our semi-formal mentoring program at our um, organization. So I'm really excited about that. So that's a huge win for me. So getting some new blood, some new mentors, um, and some possibly some new mentees in that program um, coming up this summer. And then my loss or my lesson learned for the week was I was sharing with you the other day, I actually, um, this is a First time in a very long time it's happened, I dropped the ball in a meeting. I put a meeting on my calendar probably over a month ago for a brown bag, a 30-minute brown bag session. And I invited myself and the other co-facilitator. But I forgot to invite about 20 supervisors <laughs> that were supposed to be a part of that brown bag until 10 minutes before it was supposed to happen. But all is well. I owned up to it. I admitted to the other co-facilitator that I dropped the ball. There's been a lot going on. So that was my loss for the week. But my lesson learned is initially when I put something on the calendar, I just need to go ahead um, and, and invite all parties involved. And I think I didn't do it at the time because I didn't know exactly which supervisors needed to attend. But as soon as I got that information, I should have put that right on the calendar and I didn't. So that was a lesson learned on my part. Oh, girl, don't worry. It, it happens, you know, and, and that's what it's all about is learning, failing forward and knowing how yeah. to do things better next time. So it's all right. It's, it's going to be all right, girlfriend. I know. <laughs> so anyway. And I think the most important, <laughs> 
was just owning up to it and, and owning up to my mistake. So what was your win and what was your loss for the week, Kelly? Um, well, I'm going to start with my loss because it's kind of similar to yours, um, where I acted too quickly and, um, I was listening to a podcast and this podcaster that I really like, John Lee Dumas was talking about, um, this new book he is putting out and I'm, you know, I'm listening to the hype and, and pre-order it now. And if you pre-order it, you get these extra five bonuses and you know, I love extra free bonuses, right? So, um, instead it wasn't of a planner, waiting- right? It, this time it was not a planner. Nope. Okay, just make sure. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so um, instead of waiting the five minutes for you know to get home, I was actually at a light. So I quickly you know tapped on the Amazon icon, ordered the book, and hit submit. And then I was like, wait a minute. I wonder if I was supposed to go through his website to get those five bonuses. So when I got home, I went to the website and then I ordered it again. So now I'm pretty sure that I'm getting two of everything, but that's okay because I'm going to share one set with my fabulous co-host, Miss Sarah Wheat. (laughs) Me? Little old me? (laughs) So it's all good. It's going to be a fabulous tool. He's a really great podcaster and produces good stuff. So um, I don't mind having to, but I'm like, see, if you could have just waited, just wait mm-hmm. five minutes, you'll be home in five minutes and then you can mm-hmm. you know, check it out. <laughs> He's not going to sell out of books. You're not going to miss the bonuses in five minutes. Just wait. But um, anyway, so that would be my lesson learned is just, you know, exercise a little patience, um, even mm-hmm. when you get really excited about something. So, um, and then my win for the week that I am really excited about is I participated in a um, virtual five-day workshop. And um, it was really good. I met a lot of people, made new friends and um, some connections. So it was five days and I had to do it every day at lunchtime. And um, I just, I feel really good that, you know, I signed up for it and I did it and I finished it. And today was the big celebratory end day and um, it's great. So that was my win. My win for this week was finishing up that class. Awesome. Yeah. So my friend, are you ready to get on to our toast? Yes, I am. Let's you, do it. All yeah. righty. You have your glass in hand. I have my glass in hand. I am ready. All right. Me too. So I'm going to start this off with okay. here's to our wins. Here's to our losses. Here's to one day being our own bosses. Cheers. Cheers. Woo. <laughs> Woo. Put a oh, fire, my goodness. <laughs> fire in your belly, right? Oh, my Lord. Yes. Oh, my goodness. All right. So what's happening, Kelly? What's going on? Why is this important? Why are we doing this movement right now? So for me, I was reflecting back um, over my career, my 30 plus year career. And I, I do want to caveat that um, 30 years with, <laughs> I did, st- I did start this job or working where I have been uh, when I was 17. So I was still a young kid, didn't know much in the world. Um, but it was my first job and it has been very good to me over the 30 plus years. But when I was reflecting back, thinking about um, so many times where actually I needed a work BFF mentor you know, you look back and you're like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I cannot believe I did that. But, you know, and like, for example, keep in mind, 
17 years old, went on vacation, came back, and I was working in um, the HR office then, which was kind of like the first office you walked into when you walked into the building. But anyway, mm-hmm. so here I am. I'm you know working with all these professionals. I'm a 17-year-old kid, and I'm rolling in in um, a, like a white summer t-shirt like tank top with little ducks on it and um, sleeveless and and probably a belly shirt too you know and jeans <laughs> I know right and jeans and you know this was back when those bass sandals you know which ones I'm talking about they had the the suede on the bottom and the strappy things over your feet um, so totally totally inappropriate attire for a professional business setting. But I was young and I was, you know, coming off vacation and I was, you know, just feeling comfortable. And um, so that's a time where I wish someone had said, you know, that's that's not how you dress in a professional office. No one did. But now I look back and I'm really embarrassed about that. Um, let's see. And there was another couple things that came to mind. And again, I was young and um, my language at the time was girl. And I referred to a much older colleague in the office as the girl that handles that is on the phone right now. Can I have her call you? And she heard me and she scolded me and walked away. And I was like, like dumbstruck. I'm like, I don't understand what I did wrong. Why did she yell at me like that? I just, I was too naive and too young. So I didn't understand. So it would have been nice to have someone to say, it was kind of, to her, you were disrespecting her because she was, you know, a, uh, I don't want to say senior level person, but, you know, just to call her girl was insulting, I guess. And and I just, I didn't know. Um, and, or another time when um, working at my desk a little bit further along, probably mid part of my career, just working at my desk, doing my thing. My boss comes in and says, you know, come here. I need you to come in here for a minute called me into the conference room full of executives and says, tell them about that program you're working on. So like on the spot, I had to like give a spiel, give a briefing. And I knew my stuff, but you know, when you do it on the spot like that, you're nervous. You probably, you don't know what words came out of your mouth. You don't know if Mm -hmm. you sounded good or not. So it just would have been nice to have a work BFF that I could say, did I sound okay? Or did I totally mess that up? You know? So I think it's really important for people to have a work BFF, someone that they can confide in, someone that they can bounce ideas off of um, and just, you know, have that person who's going to be real with you and tell you mm-hmm. the things that no one else is going to tell you. And and your feelings aren't going to be hurt because you know it's coming from a place of kindness and they care about you. They want you to succeed. And um, so now much further along in my career, when I look back, you know, I I did have what I would now call work BFF. So there were plenty of people along the way that were just so kind to offer advice and tips. And and if you want to exceed, you know, this is how you show up to a meeting. This is how you should prepare for a briefing. If you want to succeed, these are things that you need to know. Or, you know, um, I would do it this way or I recommend that, you know, just to have that work BFF who is sincerely and genuinely trying to help you. So. that Sarah is why this BFF work BFF mentoring movement is it's really important to me because I want to give back what was so freely given to me years ago. And I'm really looking forward to our future topics. Um, like, you know, talking about that 
person that comes to the meeting and brings their lunch, you know, that rude person. <laughs> I have a funny story about that. I think you know it. Um, uh-huh. you know, or when, or topics like when people in the meeting talk over you, how do you handle that? And how, how, you know, who do you vent to about that? Um, appropriate, you know, dress for the type of environment you're in. And it's more so dressing for the job you want, not necessarily the job you're in. If you see yourself as an executive or a senior level person, then you want to dress for that job. Um, you know, just topics like that that we'll cover. And you know that we have a huge list of those types of topics that we're going to talk about as we um, go through this. So. Well, I can't wait to share my story of um, speaking of dressing um, appropriate in the workplace. I have many stories, but the the story stands out to me most is a couple years ago when um, I was in a one day woman's uh, workshop and we were talking about dress and a colleague and I, the first time I ever met her, we got into this debate. Um, it didn't get heated, but a debate over wearing hoodies and flip-flops to the office. So I can't wait to share that story. And at the end of it, it wasn't until I pushed away from the desk when we took a broke, a broke, excuse me, a break. <laughs> the whiskey's getting to me. Um, I looked down and she had flip-flops on. And I just spent the last 10 minutes going off on why people shouldn't wear flip-flops. And um, they weren't dressed flip-flops either. They were like the kind you would get at Old Navy and wear to the beach. So, yeah, I have a story for that. Um, Not to digress or get on a tangent, but everything you mentioned, I can totally relate to. I have stories. While I um, don't have quite the 30-year record, didn't start. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But the the last 10 to 15 years... um, Definitely can identify mentoring has been a huge part of my career. And again, at the beginning, I didn't really know what was happening was mentoring until I really looked back and start looking at the relationships that I formed um, with other people in my office environment, especially women. I just been so fortunate. And I think I've told you in several conversations and each of my offices, there have been, um, you know, at least one, if not a handful of women that I could turn to, that I could talk to, um, but primarily one or two that I did uh, develop a very close relationship with that looking back now, I'm like, that was a mentoring relationship. And even now I can say, um, there's about three people in my life that I would call my work BFF, but I also refer to them when I'm having these moments. So they're my uh, WTF moment and my crazy moment or my come to Jesus moments. So I can come to any of these three people at any time and I need some mentoring. And ironic enough, one of those um, people 10 years ago was a mentee of mine. Um, They were a recent college graduate and working in my office and I had to train them and mentor them on a lot of stuff. And now fast forward 10 years later, I have this awesome like relationship with them where it's reciprocal and I'm looking at them for guidance and coming to them. Hey, am I crazy? Or did, how did I sound during this meeting? Just like you were saying, or if I'm getting hyper for something, you know, I'm having that WTF moment or that come to Jesus where I'm like, do I need to calm down? Am I seeing this the right way? And, and, you know, that person as well as the other two are like, you know, sometimes they agree with me and they're like, yeah, you have every right to feel that way. They're validating what I'm going through or they're saying, no, you need to look at it from this perspective. Yeah, you do need to calm down a little bit. Um, so that has just been very instrumental in my life the last 10 years. And this moment, excuse me, this movement is also really important for me because I just, I'm so into uh, learning and development, as you know, as as you are as well, and just developing women and leadership in women too. It's just, 
it's just something I'm just extremely passionate about. And I just really want to see more women lean in more into the work BFFs as mentors, as well as start those um, those new relationships with other women. Because unfortunately, we can be our worst enemies in the workplace, but we can also be our best allies. So I think there is already enough stuff as women we have to deal with in the workplace, um, different challenges uh, that men don't have to. So to put another layer on it and to not take the time to befriend each other or just be each other's comrades or confidants or work BFFs, mentors, et cetera, I'm just, I'm really pushing for that movement and, and hoping that other people catch on and, and start um, building those relationships. I know you and I like recently you'd mentioned to me, there's also a lack of trust between women in the workplace. And I'm sure that's something we're going to talk about as well. Oh yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. And then um, when we were talking the other night, um, we want to talk about the topics that people don't always talk about and Mm -hmm. um, being a true work BFF, like, you know, talking about letting something when you're talking to someone and they got spinach on their tooth, you know, right. There's that pivotal moment where you say, to yourself, do I tell them or will it embarrass them? And to me, I'm always like, hey, because I'm your friend, I'm going to tell you, you got spinach in your tooth. Or, hey, because I'm your friend, I'm going to tell you, you may have thought you came across this way in that meeting, but it really came off this way. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I think that that's what it's all about is having the courage to be honest with someone, but always be coming from a kind and helpful place. And exactly. I think that that's much appreciated because, um, you know, we don't always know how we come across to other people. And we don't always know that um, an attitude that we portrayed or a behavior that we demonstrated to us, it may be just fine, but it may have come across a different way depending on the setting. So I just think it's so important to have that work BFF that you can run things by, like you said, your um, WTF moments or <laughs> moments or yes. am I crazy? You know, like, and we were talking about this too, you know, uh, wondering where you're second guessing. You're like, did my colleague just, did they just throw me under the mm-hmm. bus? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. where you really, you have to talk a conversation through and get someone else's perspective that may or may not know that person. And the work BFF part that's so important is opposed to being your spouse or someone that you don't work with. The people you work with, they know the people you work with. They know the environment. Right. They know the culture. So chances are, they may know a little bit more or they may know where that person could be coming from. And they'd be like, no, 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 girl, no. They weren't throwing you under the bus. It may have seemed that way, but they weren't. This is what they probably meant. You know what I mean? And and help you work yourself through it. So those are the types of things that I want to you know share on this podcast, just talking about the things that people don't normally talk about um, to help other women develop and grow. You know, as you were talking, I was just thinking of... I'm just laughing to myself about all the crazy stuff, especially the per you know, one of my three that whom I've shared an office with for a very long time. Like some of the crazy stuff I've put her through. Speaking of, you know, oh, did that person throw me in the bus? Did this happen? Did that happen? I mean, just just some funny scenarios coming through my head. I mean, just really leaning on that person like career wise to help me become a better person. But I've also asked some simple, crazy things as, does my lunch stink? 
do you think this food is still good? <laughs> can I wear this gym shirt a second day in a row if we go to the gym? Um, can you see through these pants? Can you see my bra? Like, I'm just like, my mind was going through all these things. I'm like, oh my God, this stuff I've put this person <laughs> through. But again, it's been reciprocal because they've asked me some crazy off the wall stuff too, um, career wise. Um, professional as well as just personal stuff going into the office i don't know maybe that was a little tmi but just i don't know so <laughs> just felt the need to share that i don't know all those things are just thinking back to those moments and i'm like wow i can't believe i've i've said or done that or have asked that of them so it's really going above and beyond right <laughs> well well yeah but the key denominator is trust yeah, you were yeah, both able right to do that because you had that trust with one another that you could ask or you could say or so mm-hmm. forth. You know what I mean? It's that trust. And um, that's what it's all about is having that trusted work BFF. And that's what we want to be to our audience is that work BFF yes. and help inspire other women to be that work BFF to people that they work with. So um, I know we're coming up towards the end of our episode, but I was curious, Kelly, if you had a thought of in terms of experience with a mentor, either your first experience or your best experience with a mentor, does anything stand out to you? Well, for me, like I said, I when I look back, I've had many mentors that were not... Um, official mentors. Mm -hmm. Like right now I have a formal mentor, an official mentor, and she is fabulous. And, um, the reason I fabulous, what makes her fabulous? Fabulous. Yes. Um, (laughs) the way that, because it is her demeanor, it is Uh her level of professionalism. She is intelligent. She is well poised. And she works, you know, she's a high level person and Mm -hmm. the majority of the people that she works with is men. So sometimes if you're the only woman at the table, Mm -hmm. you need to be able to handle yourself in Mm -hmm. a dignified way, especially if you know that someone's poking at you or what have you. And I don't know if this happens to her, um, but I have seen her and I do speak with her regularly. And I always say, I want to be like her. I want to be able to, no matter what egg is getting flung at my face, I want to be Uh able to, you know, shake it off and respond in like that fabulous mic drop, effective (laughs) moment. You know what I mean? Where it doesn't matter that someone just threw egg in your face and it doesn't matter because you just shook it off and you handled Uh it. And something these most wonderful, intelligent words just came rolling out of your mouth and everyone else's jaw is on the table because they can't believe that you just shook that egg off your face and you came back with something really phenomenal. So I, I don't know if that paints a really great picture. No, but it does. It does. Yeah, because that's how I see her. And whenever, if I'm in a meeting, if I feel like um, you know, someone's trying to stump the chump on me or something, and my blood pressure is boiling up on the inside, and I want to um, lash out, if you will. I just think of her, and I'm like, how would she handle this? Take a breath, pinch yourself, whatever you got to do. Do not react, and handle it in a professional and dignified, well poised manner. Because I'm going to, you know, everyone is going to respect you for being professional, even if someone is not being that way to you. So, and I that, can tell a, you, you already do that. I, I can tell you that for sure. Because, I mean, I know we work together in the same organization. We don't, 
in per se in the same organization, but not in the same office or anything. But I've been in several meetings with you, several trainings. And I think I've even had like conversations with you. I'm like, do you ever get pissed off? Do you ever does anything? Because you do you do you seem so calm and collected, even when I've seen in heated moments, and you're like, Yeah, of course I do. You know, um, but I, I just wanted to share that with you because you do. I mean, you you seemed to me very well poised, very well um even even uh tempered, I guess you would say. Like you don't let things get to you. I, I for one, I fifty percent of the time I can be like that, and fifty percent of the time I'm not gonna be like that. I'm gonna let you know you push my button. But I, I that's something I need to work on and, and maybe that's something you can help me with. Um it's just is working on that and not letting people show not me showing my emotions to people because I see you do a really great job with that. Well, thank you. I will <laughs> I will let my mentor know that she has been quite effective. <laughs> yes. Um, so what advice would you give women seeking um, mentorship from other women right now? I would say, and this kind of dovetails on what I just shared, is if you know, if you can envision, like I just described how I want to be, I want to be like my mentor. So if you can envision how you want to be or what you want to be, Um, I would say find someone that embodies those characteristics, someone who demonstrates those um, behaviors that you envision yourself being. If you want to be a lawyer, I would say, look, keep your eye on the lawyers in your organization, see how they behave and find the one that you most relate with, the one that displays the behaviors and the characteristics that that you want to um, display yourself and Mm -hmm. and study them, not stalk them, but, you know, maybe (laughs) silently stalk them, but you just study them, just watch them, just observe them. And if there really is, if it feels right, if you're like, yep, I want to be, I want to be a lawyer one day and I want to be like her, then Mm -hmm. I will guarantee you, if you ask them, most people will accept the invitation. If you say, would you be my mentor? I I really want to be a lawyer. I I know I'm really young in my career, but I know I want to be a lawyer or, you know, a veterinarian Mm -hmm. or a pediatrician or whatever your career field is, an accountant, marketing specialist, whatever, whatever it is. CEO. That's right. You want to be a CEO, (laughs) Um, whatever it is. Just you need to find someone that um, you're like, I want to be like them, quote, when mm-hmm. I grow up, you know, I want to be like them. So study them and see how they are. And if it feels right, if you're like, that, yep, that's someone I want to be like, then if you ask them, would you mentor me? I will guarantee you they will accept that because they're honored that you see something in them and they will accept that invitation and they would be happy to mentor you. So that's what I would recommend is find someone that is the mm-hmm. way you see your future self and study them, observe them, and and learn from them most of all. Because like like we just talked about, you know, mm-hmm. I, here I describe what my mentor and experience is and why I picked her and why she's fabulous. And you are telling me I already do that. So yes, you do. Um, I found I found someone that I connected with that I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to be like her. And after you know, years of a relationship, you know. I'll say it's been effective. So that's what I would say. Find someone that you want to be like and go connect with them. And I guarantee you that if you ask them, they will accept your invitation to be their mentor. Great, great, great mentoring advice. And I'd also like to add on to what you said is if you're an introvert like me, a little on the shire side, 
And you might be a little bit more shy to just approach that person either um, directly or indirectly through email. I have found it beneficial, and I've actually done this for many colleagues, has been a mutual colleague that to introduce you. So if there's a mutual colleague that you have to reach out to that person, you may feel more comfortable with um, either have a conversation with them or shoot them an email and just say, hi, you know, I'm interested in, in asking so-and-so to be a mentor. I understand you work with them or whatever, what have you, you can craft it. Um, and just have them do that introduction. And I actually just did that this week um, for two people because uh, someone had expressed interest in reaching out to someone. And I was like, I know that person. I can kind of help. So they're kind of there to kind of navigate and break the ice. So again, I think that's also um, an, another way to do that. And the other thing I want to add on is if you are fortunate enough, like we've been to have a work BFF right now is I really encourage you to start leaning into them more and getting like a reciprocal mentoring relationship with them. So yeah, you have the work BFF, someone to laugh with, to have a good time that makes going to work just that much more fun. Um, But also looking to them um, for, again, you know, I, I have this briefing coming up, How, you know, can you help me? Or I did this briefing or, you know, what do you think? Or like, you know, you having those moments where you're doubting yourself, but just having those conversations with that work BFF and just helping them, helping them help you and vice versa, so to speak. Um, Cause a lot of my work BFF mentor relationships had started off as strictly work BFF, but morphed into a mentoring type also where we're helping each other professionally grow and we have each other's back. And also if there is a, uh, any kind of networking mentoring event at your organization, your company, I encourage you to reach out and join that too. Cause I have found a lot of success um, for me personally, but as well as other people participating um, in those programs. If anything you get out of it is an opportunity to network and meet people in your company that you wouldn't have otherwise have had the opportunity to meet. And I know Kelly and I have both met a lot of new people by participating in different events. So Right, right, right. And I I just have to, I can't pass up this opportunity (laughs) to um, share that dovetailing off of what you said is sometimes people think, oh, I've had that training, you know, I've done mentoring, I've done the communication, I've done this, been there, done that, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's not just about going and learning for yourself. It's about going and contributing to the people that don't have as much experience as you. Mm-hmm. So that's the other benefit of sometimes you go to give back. You know, and, and anytime you take a training class, you always walk away with something you didn't know, whether it be a new person or mm-hmm. a new concept, a new tool. But I also find, like I said, you know, I, I have a passion for mentoring, as do you. And um, I will sign up for some of the classes, even though my boss might say, haven't you had enough of those type classes? But it's not just about getting, it's about giving and giving back and sharing my knowledge and my years of experience and contributing to help others. So that's what I would recommend. Leaders have never reached a point of I've learned enough. Leaders are always continuous learners. So I would say, take, like you said, take those opportunities, go to the networking events, show up for the mentoring things and um, share, share what you have to bring to the table because you probably have so much more than you even realize. And to 
go on that too is I saw that this week in that workshop that we did earlier in the week. And that was a mentoring leadership workshop. And at the end of it, when we went around um, an opportunity for people to say, you know, this is what I got from this workshop. Everyone was like the opportunity to talk and network with other people. We had people inside organization and outside organization. And that was the number one takeaway was the people meeting each other and talking to each other. And not necessarily, they learned a lot from the facilitator, but everyone was like, they learned from each other and what each other is doing to be better leaders and better mentors. So, and with that, I would like to thank you all for listening to episode number one. And remember, you can subscribe to listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. And I hope you have a wonderful week. And be safe, be positive, and tune in next week.